Hey guys, it's Annie and it's Kaya and we are Redefined Purity Podcast and we are going to teach you guys all about how to stay pure from a godly perspective. What's up guys, it's Annie and today is my conversation with Ray Darabont about different kinds of substances, um, specifically marijuana and why as Christians we need to have boundaries with them. Um, The Lord really put this on my heart to talk about because nobody really told me about this. Nobody really explained um, what the Bible said about, you know, drugs and um, alcohol. I didn't know the reasoning behind why I didn't want to do it. Um, And, you know, vaping is huge now. Parties are huge too, especially like in high school and college. And I just wanted to speak on this because peer pressure is really big (laughs) and it's a huge temptation to fall into peer pressure but um, let's just stand firm and let's just obey the Lord and what the Bible says about this so yeah I just wanted to talk about this Um, you know redefining purity is all about how um, we can be pure in all aspects of our lives and um, why this is specifically why we need to keep our bodies pure and holy because we need to glorify God through them. Um, so yeah, so just without further ado, here's my conversation with Ray. So the first question is, what is your personal experience with this topic? Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, everybody. Thank you for having me. First of all, Annie, I love being here with you and I'm excited to talk about this today and I've been praying for your listeners today, so if you are listening, you have been prayed for, and let's get into it. So my personal history with this topic, specifically cannabis marijuana use, is, let's see, a little bit about me. I lived in L.A., I lived in Hollywood Hmm. for about 10 years before I became a Christian in 2012, which actually I was baptized on December 9th, 2012, which is today. Oh my gosh. This is my spiritual birthday. Oh my goodness. What? That is so awesome. Wow. (laughs) Wow. I mean, it is. Thank you, Jesus. I'm so excited. I cannot believe that. I did not plan that at all. Whoa, that's so good. (laughs) Yes. So, so you guys, this is really crazy. So eight years ago was the last day I ever smoked or imbibed cannabis Mm. to the day. And the reason that's important and significant in my life is before I became a Christian, I was a professional actor in Hollywood. And before I was able to support myself fully with that job, I, uh, I had a couple of side jobs. I waited tables like a lot of actors do. Mm-hmm. And I worked in one of the largest marijuana dispensaries in Los Angeles as a bud tender, which, um, uh, you know, you think of a bartender, it's the same idea. You, mm-hmm. um, yeah, you're a bud tender. You stand at the little shelf there and you um, sell the products and there were all kinds of different products. So how did I get into that? Um, I had been smoking marijuana for several years for, you know, different reasons. It was recreational. Um, I 
think probably if you would ask me back then, I would have said, hey, it really helps me with my anxiety. Mm. But we'll get into that later because that's not the whole story. Mm. <laughs> um, I thought it was helping, but there's way more to the story. Um, and so I was just using it uh, privately and I was using it really often enough that I ended up getting um, a medical marijuana card. I went to this really shady, dodgy doctor's office in a really unsafe part of town at the time. You needed this little license and I made up some story about menstrual cramps or something and they gave me this license. And so I could go into dispensaries and I could legally buy marijuana, which up to that point I was buying illegally. But now I was going into these places and it wasn't very long after that, that I was offered a job. So I worked that job for probably two full years, two and a half years, um, until I was able to just support myself as an actor. And then I just did that, but I was using marijuana every day, multiple times a day to function for years until I met the Lord and I was born again. And from that moment, literally it was cold Turkey. It was like, mm. I, I was at reality LA in Los Angeles. Uh, a friend had invited me to church and I had like a really crazy year. I encountered the Lord. I was convicted of my sin. Um, I'd heard the gospel preached. I was in a worship service and the presence of God was there. Uh, and the Holy Spirit just convicted me of my sin and I repented and I became a Christian. And from that moment forward, it was like my eyes were open and I could see things I couldn't see before. I understood mm -hmm. who Jesus was. I understood that I had been living in darkness. I understood that I had sinned and it was like this desire for cannabis, for marijuana, my um, dependency on it, my addiction to it, he just pulled it out of my life overnight, which wow. I consider a miraculous healing. Mm -hmm. But there were still a lot of consequences to my mind and my body that took years to recover from, which we can talk about a little bit later. Um, so yeah, so there's there's my story. There's some context for uh, for why I'm here today to talk about this. Wow. First of all, I just think it's so crazy. How was it nine years ago today? Nine. Uh, it was eight. So eight I don't know. Years. 2020 minus 2012. Yeah. Eight years. Whoa. <laughs> I think that's so we literally we did not plan this. That is crazy. No, wow. no we didn't. Isn't that crazy, Annie? No such thing as coincidence. <laughs> no such thing as coincidence. My friend Beckett Cook always celebrates his spiritual birthday. That's awesome. Like, yeah, he like posts stuff out on social <laughs> media, which I don't have at the moment, maybe someday. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I, I, I sh maybe we should all do that. Like when we- That's awesome. Yeah, I love that. To Christ, yeah. I love that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's really good. Awesome. Yeah, well, thank you so much for sharing that. I think that's such an incredible story, just how like God changed it so fast almost like your just desire just completely changed I think that's just crazy but yeah it's amazing that he can do that he can totally change your appetite mm -hmm. and your desires and your heart he can do it 
yeah yeah that's awesome all right so let's just go ahead and get on to the second question which is what is some scripture that we can look at to help us understand why we should you know stay sober and just keep our boundaries that's such a great question you asked for scriptures (laughs) right and i've got a Mm -hmm. lot so Mm -hmm. if you're listening grab your bible Mm, right if you've got one grab it if you don't have it i'll read a couple things to you um and if you're listening and you're totally new to the bible it's god's love letter to you Mm. and um as christians we believe this is god's inspired word and this is um his mind and his heart for the best plan that he has for our lives so these are words of life so my first one is um, there's this chunk in first Corinthians six, if you guys want to mm-hmm. go there and it, it, the section isn't exactly about drug use. It, it talks a lot about sexual immorality and different things, but I really believe that this applies to everything. And, and the Bible says all things are lawful for me, but not all things are helpful or beneficial. So Paul is writing and he says, all things are lawful for me, but I will not be dominated by anything. Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own for you were bought with a price. So glorify God in your body. I think that's a really good first one to start with. The second one uh, that will inform the conversation um, is from Romans 12, 1 through 2. Uh, where Paul is writing again, he says, I appeal to you, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Okay, this part's really important. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. So that one's really big, because I think... There's a lot to say about how cannabis and substances interact with your mind, which we'll get into in a little bit. But, um, okay, so we've got a couple more. The next one I would say is 1 Peter 5, 6 through 9. Um, this one is really, really important. I love this. He says, uh, Peter is saying, be sober-minded, be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. Resist him firm in your faith. Okay, so that's pretty important. <laughs> um, the second one, um, almost done, but there's there's three more that kind of build this framework that I use for um, just looking at something, right? So, like, all these words apply to what we put in our bodies, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, the next one is Ephesians five eighteen. And do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery, but be filled with the Holy Spirit, addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Um, and Ephesians 6, 10 through 12, really famous, talks about the armor of God, but I won't read the whole thing, but it just starts very active. And it says, finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil Mm-hmm. For we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against rulers, authorities, cosmic powers over this present darkness, against spiritual forces of evil in heavenly places. 
right? So then there's that idea that we've got an enemy and there's a spiritual battle. So I feel like mm-hmm. that will come into the conversation. And, um, and then finally, like anytime we're talking about holiness or our minds, we have to remember John eight forty four, And this is my last one mm-hmm. where, um, Jesus talks about Satan and describes him as a murderer from the beginning. He does not stand in the truth because there's no truth in him. When he speaks, he speaks out of his own character, for he is a liar and the father of lies. So, yeah, that's a lot of scripture, but I feel like it starts to paint a picture. Um, Mm. Yeah, what do you think, Annie? Do those kind of kind of connect for you on this topic? (laughs) Yeah, so it's actually funny. While you're reading those, I didn't want to interrupt you, but three out of those five verses I had, like, written down. (laughs) (laughs) And I just, my jaw just dropped every single time you, like, said a verse that I had written down. So he really does, like, I feel like when we aren't, if you're not sober-minded, it could be easier for you to fall into temptation. Um and, you know, to just not be looking out for when Jesus comes. It says that in the Bible, too. So, um, yeah, I just really loved all those verses. That's so awesome. <laughs> well, that, that's so cool. Like, as I was reading them, there was a part of me that was like, oh, hurry up. You're talking too much. Like, you're saying too many things. I'm like, no, <laughs> hold on. This is God's word. Like, we're going to read each each verse. And it's so cool that he was already giving you that same word that is so cool yeah because I, I was that. actually gonna pull my bible and then I was like well I'll just listen to it and then I was actually reading along with you it was crazy That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. okay so let's hop into the third one um okay. this question is how can we know if it's for us or not for us and we kind of talked about this already like this just kind of applies in every area of life <laughs> so this yes. one's gonna be good yeah. So, okay. Okay. Y'all. So when Annie and I first talked about this, um, it was really cool. Cause, uh, we kind of like talked about the idea and then I went home that day and I just started praying. I was like, Oh gosh, Lord. I, I mean, if you want us to talk about this, like, what do you want us to say? You know, mm-hmm. because it's such a big topic. Um, and there's a lot to say about it. I mean, we're just going to kind of scratch the surface today, but I still think it'll be clear and edifying. Um, so what happened is after I got home and prayed, I really sensed the Lord giving me some very specific questions and I wrote them all down. Just, they're just kind of questions that like, like Annie just said, if you applied them to any situation or any activity, I think they would bring some insight Mm -hmm. about the motivations or about the true nature of that activity. But, um, I don't know. Should we just jump in and see, see how they go today? Let's, let's go through these questions. Mm -hmm. Let's do it. (laughs) Um, the first one, uh, that the Lord put on my heart is, does this activity bring me closer to Jesus and his people Mm -hmm. or does it bring a wedge? Mm -hmm. And I put another, um, clarifying question here today that says, can I imagine myself doing this activity in the church parking lot in full view of everyone, including my pastor with confidence that they're being blessed by what they see? Oh, dang. Oh, like, oh snap. Like that's, that's hardcore. Good. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, I was like, Whoa. I mean, that's pretty like you just sit with 
that for a minute. Um, mm. You know, and it's really interesting, Annie, because I have heard Christians say, um, or people that are trying to follow Jesus, like, I also smoke cannabis, like, I smoke marijuana, and it's it's fine. Like, it makes me feel closer to Jesus, mm. and it doesn't kill my desire for him and, you know, anything like that. And, you know, I've always thought that's really interesting, Annie, because I feel like whatever brings us closest to Jesus, God would tell us about in his word. True. I mean, Mm -hmm. he tells us so many things um, that bring us closer to Jesus. Mm -hmm. But smoking cannabis and doing substances, drugs, is really never mentioned yeah so it's kind of like hmm is that true or is that deception Mm, yeah because god's will is for us to be close to jesus all the time to be one with him and abiding in him so you know what i mean like yeah that really was the case i feel like it'd be in scripture all over the place Mm, yeah true and what we do see is like stay sober minded like your body is a temple and right so yeah yeah right so um man god cares about our minds he cares about our health okay so uh number two here's another question you can apply this to marijuana use or anything what are the fruits of this behavior okay so do you guys remember in matthew it's like matthew 7 i think Um, Jesus is talking to his followers about false prophets, and he says, uh, beware, they come in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they're like ravenous wolves. And then he says, by their fruits, you will recognize them, Mm. right? So it's this idea that you can examine the effects of someone or something to determine if it's of God or not of God. Mm. So I think that applies to so many areas of our life. Um, Just that idea of examining the fruit. So, Mm -hmm. okay, so how does this activity affect me an hour later or the next morning Mm -hmm. or later that week? Am I experiencing shame or unease? Am I experiencing loss of sleep? Am I running late or skipping responsibilities? Am I experiencing hardness of heart? Mm -hmm. numbness towards people um you know these are just questions like we want to be able to kind of examine our lives and also be aware if our hearts are getting hardened Mm -hmm. you know that's kind of a new way of that's kind of a new awareness we can ask the lord to help us with okay so the third question um okay so do you guys remember the idea of tithing, right? Mm. Of giving of our resources to the Lord, giving our first fruits to the Lord. So he put on my heart, um, this idea of tithing and, you know, and that can be our money. That can be our time. Are we generous with our resources for God's kingdom and for blessing people? Mm. And so I'm just thinking like when we're younger, we don't, usually typically have a lot of money so we have to be really wise about our financial choices we Mm -hmm. want to be saving we want to be um preparing wise financial habits Mm -hmm. you know drugs are expensive typically i mean if you're purchasing them or going to a dispensary so you know it's just that's a very big consideration and is this 
investment of my money, something that's going into, you know, God's purposes. And I think that could apply to lots of things, but, um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I know for like, it would be hard. (laughs) Well, personally, um, I, I'm kind of bad at saving money. Like I should be better at it, but I feel like um like if I if someone has like an addiction, you know, like they have to keep going back and buying it and I think that's you know, like bad stewardship of our money, but it's almost like like it's a trap kind of. Yeah. Um Yeah, it can. I mean, those habits, right? Like and they can even start like, oh, I'm not addicted. This is just something I like. Like, this is just fun. This is how I blow off steam. Mm -hmm. But if it's happening every week without exception, I mean, here's another question. Like, can you just put it down for six months? Yeah. Like, are you really free? Because if you're really free, then you can set it down and just keep going. Yeah, that's good. Um, Yeah. So these are, you know, these are like... Um, questions that would be kind of good to talk through with someone you trust. If you're a Christian, I mean, like we said, it could apply to anything, but, um, anyway, we're still, we're still going. We've got a couple more. Awesome. Uh, the next one is examine the culture around the activity. Mm. What are the co-occurrences? What do I mean by that? Like, what is happening in that environment? Um, are are you experiencing more obedience, more peace, more joy? Or are you experiencing more lust, lustful mm-hmm. thoughts, mm-hmm. Um, self-centered thinking, laziness? Mm-hmm. Um, here's another question for all Christians. Are you influencing the environment? Are you building people up? Are you encouraging people? Are you showing them the love of Christ and how much God loves and dignifies each human being? Or are you being influenced? Mm. You know, um, and one way to know that is if you feel nervous or fearful, um, then you might not be free. You might be in a situation where you're being influenced, mm. you know, we have to be really careful about that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So we're almost, almost done. My next question is why are you doing this? Mm. And that, <laughs> that That's a is good actually, it sounds simple, but sometimes you really need to talk to someone you trust to get at the heart mm. of, you know, of a motivation yeah. Um, and I think as you grow and you mature in the Lord, you kind of learn how to do this. But um, I just mentioned some emotions like fear and anxiety. Mm-hmm. Like when you are walking in obedience to God, even if it's hard, you will experience the peace of Christ. Mm-hmm. Like even if it's difficult, underneath all of it, there's a freedom and a peace Mm-hmm. And that's one of the markers that, you know, that's God's will, right? Mm-hmm. But if you're doing stuff and you're just unsettled, like you're really not 
at peace about it. You feel uncomfortable. You feel nervous. You feel um, kind of ashamed and mm-hmm. like, you, I mean, you know that feeling. You know when something's yeah. off. Mm-hmm. Then you need to examine like what's going on there. Um, and uh, I, I just thought of two things because when we're younger, and I remember this too. I feel like there's two main feelings that can make us do stuff and one is fear and the other is pride Mm. and I remember going through this a lot I mean it never changes even when you're an adult but peer pressure is a real thing can I get an amen (laughs) amen amen it's real okay so if you feel that you're not alone like that's a real thing this idea of like you're not cool if you're not doing what everyone else is doing or someone's going to look down on you or think you're weird or whatever, but listen to what God's word says about this. If you're a believer and you are filled with the Holy spirit, second Timothy one seven sound says, uh, for we do not have a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power and love and a sound mind. Mm. Like that's who we are in Christ. And we can really walk in that if we get brothers and sisters around us uh, who can pray for us and really encourage us. So um, I love that idea. And then the other thing is, you know, pride and rebellion, that's a really common, oh, Annie, like you could probably do a whole podcast on this. Like (laughs) as we're growing, right, as we're young and growing, pride and rebellion, That's, there you go. That's the sentence. I went through this as a kid. I had a spirit of rebellion Mm. and a spirit of pride and, um, you know, God's word. Like I won't read everything, but Psalm 138, six, Proverbs 334, Proverbs 29, 23, (laughs) Matthew 23, 12. I know it's a scripture bomb and Luke 152 (laughs) all say, and these aren't even all of them. There's so many times in the Bible where, um, we learn that pride comes before a fall Mm. and that God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. So we do not want to live in that place. We don't want to make decisions out of that. Um, cause God has just way better stuff. You know, he's got so much better things for us to do, but okay. So, um, Are you guys good? Are we ready for one more? Yeah, let's do it. (laughs) Okay, Okay, cool. Okay. So uh, number six, I've got just two more. This one, uh, this one's one's really interesting. Um, Is it possible you're causing someone else to stumble? Mm -hmm. Meaning, ladies, you may not feel this way, but you are influential. There are people looking at you, especially if you know Jesus, Mm. like it, even if you're not aware of it, if you belong to him, there is a mark on your life and we're all learning. We're all, you know, following him imperfectly. It's his power, not our coolness. But if you belong to Jesus, then people are kind of watching to see what what's going on there. Even if you don't know, even if you don't notice. And so if we get involved in worldly activities, that could be very confusing to someone um, or even to a brother or sister whose faith might be 
weak, right? And so you can look in Romans uh, 14. There's a lot about this, and it's kind of about um, food and what they're eating and drinking, but it also applies to this conversation. And it says, uh, therefore, let us not pass judgment on one another, but rather decide never to put a stumbling block or hindrance in the way of a brother. For if your brother is grieved by what you eat or consumed, you're no longer walking in love. Mm. Wow. You know, it's like, gosh, um, you might be just trying something at a party, but if someone, you know, you don't know what's going on in people's families. You don't know what's going on in people's homes. You don't know that someone might see you and think, oh, I guess this is okay. Mm -hmm. And get ensnared into something that really causes a lot of damage um, for the next few years of their lives. Like we have to be really careful because we influence one another way more than we know. But y'all, like a lot of us have younger siblings Mm, yep. <laughs> and younger, right? Like younger siblings know what they're, or they, they're looking at their older siblings. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just remembered this headline of a newspaper article. I know we're going to talk about this in a minute. Um, but it was reporting and this is happening a lot, especially with the legalization of cannabis. Young, young children are being hospitalized over and over and over again because they're finding edibles mm. in the house. Edibles are cookies and baked goods that have THC, the psychoactive compound in cannabis, the the compound that makes you high, that makes you, it's, um, marijuana is really interesting because as a drug, and it is classified as a drug, it is a narcotic, I'm sorry, it's, um, it's a stimulant, depressant, and hallucinogenic all in one. So it's doing a lot of things inside your body and inside your mind. And an adult body is going to handle that, even though it damages an adult body, it's going to handle it way differently than a young child. Mm. Um, Young children are finding this stuff in their households, like their mom and dad might have these edibles from dispensaries or um, find them. This article that I was reading, this girl found it. Uh, in front of her apartment complex, like a wrapped cookie, and she ate it. Mm. And um, there were some really serious consequences she was hospitalized for. We are seeing so many animals being brought in because they're ingesting marijuana. Like, it's everywhere. And these animals are getting really, really sick. So if you just think about being a steward, like a steward of God's creation, um, we just have to, like, think about the fruit you know mm-hmm. everything that we do and everything that we bring into our lives doesn't just affect us like it has the capacity to affect lots of different people um mm-hmm. for better or for worse mm-hmm. so i think we gotta really think through that um yeah okay so uh finally okay i've got one more this is my favorite This is my favorite because it's really immediate and it's really urgent. Okay, so imagine that you are walking down the street and you see someone collapse on the sidewalk and hit their head on the pavement. Mm. Are you ready to respond? Mm. 
Are you ready to call the cops and wait there and give a clear, coherent testimony of what you saw? Are you clear enough and confident enough to run over there and sit next to that person and wait for the cops to come? Um, you know, like there's a million different versions of that scenario. I think we're always on the clock. We're always on the clock to serve the Lord and be ready to help and love people. We never ever stop being that as Christians. Mm. So there's never really a time where you can just hang your mind on the coat rack. Yep. You know, and say like, I'm going to check out, I'm just going to like check out for the weekend or check out for a couple hours. Like, no, <laughs> we're, we're exhorted over and over to be of sound mind. Mm. Um, you know, and you just don't want to ever be in that position. So yeah. yeah, I think that's a good, yeah, that's maybe a good scenario to mm-hmm. test where your mind's at. Yeah. Yeah, if 2020 has taught us anything, it's that you don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, and that's, you know what, you're right. And that's not to live in fear. That's not to be nervous mm-hmm. or anticipate horrible things happening. It's just like you want to you want to be a blessing, right? You always right. want to be able to bless and help right. if you can. So, yeah. Okay. Wow. So yeah, those are that's my awesome. questions, you guys. Oh my gosh, that was so good. I just, <laughs> I love how much. Like, if there's one thing that I've learned from you, right? It's that like, if you're not at peace with something, if the Lord, if you're praying to the Lord and He hasn't given you peace about it, like it's, it's probably not the way to go. <laughs> and I just love how you just always talk about like the fruits of the spirit. Like if you're not showing fruit of the spirit, then it's not beneficial to you. And oh my gosh, I just, oh, that's so good. Well, it's big. It's big, right? Like, oh man, like this is going to come up in our lives over and over again. And even as you were just saying that, Annie, I, I really sense the Lord nudge me to encourage someone like if this if you're listening and you're a regular cannabis user first of all you need to know that jesus loves you and there is no word of condemnation being spoken yes over you at all Mm-mm. we are just looking at yeah we're just looking at thinking biblically and like how do we want to make decisions against god's word um so that we can really take hold of the best that he has for us Mm. right so I hope you guys hear that because no one is more guilty of this one than me like I know what's attractive about it I know the false promises that it that it offers and so um yeah there's just no condemnation but here's what I would want to encourage you if there's anything about this conversation that's kind of um what's the word kind of stirring your heart Here's what I would do. Ask the Lord to help you see his heart and his perspective on this and set it aside for two weeks, right? Like, don't even be like, oh, I have to quit right now. I have to do it or, you know, set it aside. Just say, I'm going to give, Lord, I'm going to give you two weeks. I'm going to set it aside and just, I want to see what you have to say about it. Will you speak to my heart? And will you confirm your will and give me the strength to obey, whatever it is, mm. and see what happens. Wow. You can get just for just for two weeks. Just just try that for two weeks. That would be my encouragement. Um, I can't tell you 
I had someone speak that to me over something else in my life. Maybe one day we'll do a podcast about that thing, or, or I don't know, maybe, who knows, but mm-hmm. it was something else entirely. I won't get into it today, but it was really brilliant because I didn't feel the pressure to like change this huge thing just because I thought I was supposed to. It encouraged me to get in the presence of God and in a relationship with Jesus through the Holy Spirit, um, just really have my faith strengthened. And I had an incredible encounter with the Mm -hmm. Lord through that, that to this day has strengthened my faith so much. It's one of those moments in my life that I look back at and I go, yeah, he's real. He's alive. (laughs) Like, yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. And I never would have had that experience if this brother in Christ hadn't have said like, Ray just set it aside for two weeks and really ask him to help you and to speak to you. And, um, anyway, so maybe that's for you. If you're listening, just pray about that. Try that. Just to reiterate, like there is absolutely no judgment here. We are not trying to judge you. If you're addicted (laughs) with something like that is not the way we're trying to go about this. So, um, and also if you are struggling with an addiction, like there is open arms. Like I am so, so more than um, available if anybody needs to talk about this or, and I'm sure Ray would say the same thing. Like we're so here for you guys. So um, yeah. And we are not ones to judge at all. So that's really true. I mean, I, I can like, I've shared stuff with you. I can just share um, if anyone's listening, like I've shared stuff with Annie and, that's really true. Like you are not a judgmental person. You will listen, you will pray, <laughs> you will encourage. So yeah, I mean, gosh, we've got so much ground to cover, but um, you said the word addiction, mm. like you just said it. And that is a very real concern with cannabis. And there's so many other substances, you guys, like I'm talking about marijuana because that's my life experience. But there's pills. There's so many other things going, floating around out there. Mm-hmm. Um, everything, everything kind of fits in this category, but um, cannabis is definitely addictive. Let's get into yeah. some of the like factual information that. Okay, guys, that was it for part one of Marijuana and Vaping with Ray Darabont. It was so fun to film with her, and I'm so excited to let you guys listen to part two because that part is really good also. (laughs) Also, if you guys have um, any prayer requests that you want Kai Kai and I to pray for you guys about, please let us know. Um, We are here to love on you guys and pray for you guys and we really want to be doing that. And also, if you like this episode, please leave a review um, down below and yeah, Merry Christmas you guys. We love you. Bye.